Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Again, another week of RVK. I know, I say it every single time. Every time. Another week of RVK. It's JN Fiend in the building. I'm here with I Also Hate Pit, Brandon Phoenix. What up? What's good? Make some noise. Here we go with pop culture. Pop. Reverse it all, y'all. This week, we're going to talk about something that seems to be popping off. Is it Facebook? Is Facebook what's doing it? It's Facebook. It's the avatar. Now, let's do this. We have we talked about this? How we rank social media? Uh, we can do them both. Let's just throw them both in there. Let's start. Let's start with the avatar though, because everybody has an avatar. I'm looking up. I'm being for real. Even my ma Dukes. I saw. I saw. My, I was blown I away. Saw, I was I, like, it must be. It must be easy to do. <laughs> everybody has an avatar, and then of course, once you have something, then you have the other side of it saying. Oh, if you have an avatar and then put making all kind of gifts and memes and funny things about people who are making avatars because that's the hottest thing right now. Are you Mountaineer Nation? Are you worldwide in it? Are you guys making avatars of yourself? The interesting thing, Brandon, is uh, what's the interesting thing? Is I haven't been on there. I don't see what what things you have to pick from. But what I will say is everybody's their best self when it comes to avatars. Heart Nation. And why wouldn't you be? If you can pick the way you look, I would pick the perfect, you know, uh, Idris Alba or, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Idris Alba. Yeah, yeah. and Or. Uh, or uh, Denzel. Denzel. Thank you. To make my avatar. That's what everybody's doing. I'm not saying it doesn't look like them a little bit, but. I saw some ones that were pretty for decent, real. to be honest. Let's be for real. But let's be for real. But how are you going to make one? I mean, Jeremy, come on. How are you going to make an avatar? Look, if you're going to be real, be real. Add the bags. <laughs> add the stretch marks. <laughs> add the double chins. <laughs> Gray hair, all of it. You know. You know, okay? Because here's the thing. On social media, you're already fooled. You're already fooled as to sometimes who you're talking to. Um, because everybody puts their best picture out there. But now an avatar is out there? 
Now you trying to slide into the DMs? <laughs> oh, base, if you slide into the DMs based off an avatar, you got a problem. You got a real problem with Look, yourself. let it be known. Don't, don't get, slide in any help. DMs based off an avatar. Was that Jordan meme? Because it's Michael Jordan Monday we're recording. Stop. Get some help. If you slide in DMs over Avatar, something's wrong with you. I'm just saying, are you going to make one? Be for real. No, definitely not. I haven't, and I'm not going to. You say definitely not. It's funny how when a momentum well, I mean, starts like, to swing and everybody starts doing it, how people's feelings start to change. I just have no, in, I have no interest in it. I Me saw either. it before. It's really easy to do. I have no interest in it. I'm not I'm not anti. I got if an Avatar for one, Snapchat. That's it. Yeah, I got one for Snapchat. Because you have to. You have to. But my thing is on Facebook... I don't care that somebody that people are doing it. It doesn't bother me. I don't have any feelings towards it. You know, sometimes I get philosophies where I'm like, if you do this, this means you're, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> people have feelings about certain things. But I don't have any feelings about it. I'm just not interested. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think I'm going to stay out the Avatar game, too. Um, I see every everybody doing it. They're having fun with it. Hats off. I'm not going to, hey, if you want to put your best self out there in the Avatar, do it. But me, I don't think so. So you're talking about your your favorite social social media? Yeah, right? somebody posted, uh, somebody tweeted, Twitter over Instagram over Facebook. Facebook being in last, and then somebody took it a step further: it's Twitter over Instagram over uh, Snapchat over Reddit over went down the list over actually reading books over Facebook. <laughs> and I just feel personally like it's easy for me. I know what my lineup is my top. I know how my top three goes, and it's not even a question. What about you? I mean, it just depends what your intentions are. I'm be honest with you, brother. I prefer Twitter to any other form of social media. It, Twitter gets the honest, real, and it gets the uh, fresh off the head presses. And you get to talk to an array of people. Instagram, you're talking True. mostly pe- to people you already know. Um, I mean, depending on, you know, if you're like somebody famous, obviously you got a yeah. large... But base. if you... I feel like Instagram... In Snapchat, people would just, you know, they'd be posing some pictures, you know? If you were uh, a picture watcher of any kind. <laughs> a picture watcher of any kind. <laughs> that's, that's the best way I can put it. If you, <clears throat> if you, <laughs> if you a picture watcher of any kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be making sure to say about my Instagram well, we and Facebook yeah, yeah. new stories because yeah. you never know. Facebook is more of a if you want to get to know somebody better, if you want to hear some complaining about something, if you want people to talk about business, they got no business talking about with people. Facebook is where they put all their business in the streets. All their business in the street. So it just depends. It just depends on what it's avenue true. you looking it, for. When you go to I hadn't media. thought about it. I just. I know for a fact I prefer Twitter over everything, but everything has its use, so you got to know what you're looking for. That's right. And what are y'all looking for? Be for real. Be straight up. All right. Jay and Fiend, Be Fiend, Raspy Voice Kids, get at us. Raspy Voice! Big shout to Shrinkables! Shrinkables! Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. The last dance, last dance. Ready? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. The 70s, bringing it out of me today, uh, singing about The Last Dance because we watched the final two episodes of The Last Dance. It's Michael Jordan Monday that we're recording. You guys are hearing this on Thursday. It's Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by... Jeremy Phoenix, also in the building in the booth. 
And we're going to talk about Michael Jordan, the 98 Bulls, and beyond. So what do you think of the doc, Jeremy? Overall, I thought it was a good documentary. Like, I kind of got lost in a little bit of the, them going back and forth between the years a little bit. I didn't really like that. But I will say at the end of the documentary, I think it was good. I don't think it was amazing. I think people are saying it's amazing because there's not a whole lot of a whole lot to watch right now. I think it gave you a little bit of insight on the Bulls. But I honestly didn't think it was like super amazing. Oh my gosh, did you I, I think I think people calling it amazing are nostalgic. Yes. And it puts yes. you and it puts you back in those moments, in those glorious moments. My problem is I feel like they Jordan's a goat. I'm getting that out out and I've said it every time. Jordan's a goat. But I feel like this was just nothing but they called it, should have called it the last excuse. Because anything that ever happened that was bad, it was, oh, well, he lost the Orlando Magic because he hadn't been in and he ran out of gas. No, they didn't have Dennis Rodman at the time. Now, you know, you go down the stretch. They didn't even mention the fact that, you know, I saw this on ESPN about Pippen whispering in Carl Malone's ear, the mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays, down the stretch where he could have sealed a game with two free throws and he missed them both. But before that, Jordan missed a free throw. What I saw more than anything, and granted, maybe I'm looking at a um, negative side of a uh, point of view while I'm watching it because I feel like people are trying to build up Jordan so much. Jordan did everything LeBron and Kobe did. What I mean is he passed the ball in the last shot. He missed last second shots. He missed free throws at the end of a game to win the game. Everything people look at LeBron and Kobe and say, hey, you're not Jordan because, hey, uh, Kobe, you're not Jordan because Jordan did it too. And it's funny to look back on history and now it's just kind of whitewashed because he won six championships. He's the greatest ever. But he was, for me, I looked at him and I, I, I just keep saying, I don't see him better than LeBron and Kobe. Hmm. I, I mean, like on, on a grand scale as in uh, you can't debate it. Which people try to say. Uh, I think you can debate him and Kobe a little bit better because Kobe only lost two finals. But also, it's not just about – it's about your team. It's about your coach. He had Phil Jackson. I, he, Jeremy, the, the you year know, that, Jeremy, no, no, you know no, 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 I, I know, I know, I know, but I'm talking to the public. The year that he lost to Orlando Magic, it wasn't just that he lost. He didn't have a big man. He didn't have uh, Horace Grant. The very next year, they go out and get Dennis Rodman. Um, I, I'm just saying – Jordan was the greatest ever, but they act like he's infallible. Like he, he was a play. He wasn't. He wasn't black Jesus. That's what I'm trying to say. He wasn't black Jesus. I say black Jesus because I said it on the documentary. He wasn't black Jesus. He was a great player, but he also had great teammates around him and big teammates to make big shots down the stretch, steal the ball, play defense. Can you imagine Draymond Green got suspended against the Cleveland Cavaliers? Um, and I saw Dennis Rodman do some stuff to Carl Malone that in today's games he'd have been suspended 14 times. So my thing is this. Granted, it's a different age, a different era. I'm just saying sometimes it's just the way the cooker come, crumbles and, and the way the ball falls. So when, so when Jordan has yeah, six championships. Yeah, but cha- it, it crumbled and, and fell the right way for Jordan. Jordan has six championships, Kobe has five, and yet people will be like, oh, well, he doesn't have six. Do you know how many things go into winning a championship other I, than just the greatest think, of one player? I think player? because people think three of those championships come from having Shaq, who at the time was the most dominant player in the game. Yes, yes. And what about having Scottie Pippen guarding the best player? But, and, 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 but and, Pippen and, wasn't the most dominant player in the game. And when Jordan wasn't there, they still had a whole bunch of wins on on their team, and that's without Rodman on their squad. They had a great all-time coach. I'm not hating Jordan. I think that jo- Jordan is a GOAT. I just get tired of the excuses people make for other players not being in the conversation. 
But anyway, I thought the documentary was good. I thought it was good too. I thought it was really good. Uh, personally, I thought it was really, really good. I thought it was great. Um, and I'm already not looking forward to hearing Jordan's documentary, the greatest documentary of all time, the highest grossing. Yeah, we're in COVID, okay? I'm not saying it wouldn't have been high anyway. I'm not saying it wouldn't have been the greatest ever. But when Kobe's comes out, because yes, Kobe also videoed his last year, it's not going to have as high as ratings. And people are going to say, well, it's not as high as ratings. Yeah, but they're not going to mention the fact that what was Kobe's documentary released during COVID? Maybe COVID twenty two, but not COVID nineteen. All right, <laughs> passion coming out, standing for Kobe and LeBron. Now, Insane. I, I think I'm with you. I think the argument can be had, and I'm tired of people acting like you can't argue it. Um, and I think people can give their reasonings on why they prefer Jordan. Somebody should put up the la- the stats for the last three finals that LeBron lost versus the three finals that Jordan won, and LeBron's numbers are ridiculous. By the, by the way, they had the nerve to say, I heard them on the last day say, Carl Malone was a mismatch, and and uh, John Stockton was a mismatch. Did you hear him say that? It was true. If John Stockton was a mismatch, what, what in the world is Steph Curry? I'm going into the 96 Bulls versus 2017. I think Golden John Stockton State was significantly better on the ball defender than Steph Curry. Equal pass. When they said mismatch, they were talking about offensively. I think they meant both sides of the court. But especially offensively. You don't say, oh, that's a mismatch. Defensive against offense. They were talking about him offensively. And if John Stockton is a mismatch offensively, what? Cause here's I, also the thing, think, I also think you got to remember. And by the way, this is why I Right now, we're, we're, we're going into the question that I wanted to know. Who are you taking, the 96 Bulls or the 17 Warriors? I'm not betting against Jordan, especially when on the other side you got Kevin Durant. Here's my question. So here's the thing. So you put Pippen on Durant. During the Utah series, you said Jordan got tired. At the end, he was tired, right? Yeah, and then 98. That's 98, not 96. Oh, my bad. Okay. Um, here's the thing, though. I understand that the Bulls were more physical. But on the flip side, I don't see the Bulls being able to stop Golden State. And what I mean is, so if you're the Bulls, who you put on Steph Curry? You would go with Jordan, You would, I would say, but I mean... All right, but but you can't you can't put Jordan on him. You got to send you got to send the point guard to follow through all those screens. Okay, who's guarding Steph? I mean, who's who's guarding Clay? Jordan, two guarding two guard. Who's guarding Kevin Durant? Scottie Pippen and Draymond. Dennis Rodman. Okay, and then you got Iggy. Uh, Iggy. Uh, Iggy. Yeah. Uh, Andre Iguodala. Iguodala. I don't know yeah. his name. Here's my point. Golden State has too many scores. There's going to be a major player guarding, guarding a major player on Golden State's team that's going to have to waste half their energy running around guarding somebody great. Yeah, but I think that's based on the offense. So, again, I go back to it depends on. I think part of it would be shock, shock and awe. On the flip side, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and, and, and uh, Kevin Durant are not guarding Jordan. Iggy's guarding Jordan. Those other three players can keep their energy. They yeah. don't have to play both sides of the court. Yeah, that's a good argument. Pippen, Jordan's have to play both sides of the court. Pippen, both sides of the court. Because you have Iggy, because you have Draymond, 
These other guys are, 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 are don't have to waste their energy on offense. So at the end of a seven-game series, I feel like the Bulls would have been a lot more tired than what, the, than what uh, Golden State would have been. No, that makes sense. But then you're, then you're also debating the coaching genius. Who do you want, Phil Jackson or Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr's a disciple. So it's a good point. It's a good point. Steve Kerr won championships with San I'm going Antonio under Greg Popovich. Jordan, Jordan finds a way. Um, but I don't, I go Iggy on Jordan. I go all the rest of the defense. And then on offense, there's too many scores on the floor. There's too many scores. Yeah, I know. That's why you said, you said in six, you even saying seven. In, in six, six, son, you heard me in six. Shaq and Anthony Hardaway in six. That's what I'm saying. Reference to what Jeremy said earlier. About- Do you know that 2017 Golden State Warriors team went 16 and one in the playoffs, Brandon? They lost one game in the finals. To Cleveland, they went. They, they won the championship in the finals, four to one. All three game, all all four game series in the West, they swept through four, four and four. Sixteen and one, the greatest record of any playoff team ever, eclipsing the two thousand and one Shaq and Kobe Lakers. They didn't just beat people; they whipped them. And people who say, "Oh, they don't have defense." Go look at their points. They definitely play defense. That was one thing I got. An, I got an argument with somebody on Twitter about. Somebody said they don't play defense, and I said they definitely play defense because you can't hand check anymore, which means you actually have to move your feet, be in good position, people have good fundamentals. And, and the truth play is, defense. truth is, it's two different uh, it's two eras. Different eras. Back then, they're scoring ninety points and winning ninety to you know eighty four. In this era, you score seventy points in the first quarter. So it's running against physicality, but I'm sorry. I believe Klay Thompson, who is a all-NBA type defender, and Draymond Green, who has been defensive MVP, and Kevin Durant, who is also a seven-footer with a long wingspan who could help on the back line with Andre Iguodala. I'm, I'm saying I'm sorry. I just feel like they get it done. I feel like that team is, is a cheat code. It is. But any other feelings on the last dance, son? Nope. Uh, yeah. I wish he would have spent more time on his family. I wish his ex-wife Juanita would have spoken. Yes. To see what the what toll, and I'm not just saying it for drama, but honestly, what kind of toll did it take on her to have that kind of notoriety, to have that kind of you know people following him around, groupies, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Because um, the kids were in it briefly to talk about Utah, but if you notice, very, very, there no, there's briefly. no Juanita, there's no the new wife Yvette. There's no neither one of them were on the like this was an, this wasn't an objective documentary. I'm just saying. This was a Jordan Love Fest. It was. That's exactly what it was. It was a celebration. It was. It wasn't an expose. All right. That's what we thought. Let us know what you think. Hit us up. Anchor messages, Twitter, wherever you want to get at us. Rack me, boys! This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. You are joining us for another RVK Golden Blue interview. Today, we have the newly graduated, number 10 wearing, former West Virginia Mountaineer basketball player, Jermaine Haley. Yeah. What's, what's up, up Jermaine? What's up, what's up? Doing good. How you guys doing? We're good. Now, you said you just worked out already, so you you taking care of that body in the coronavirus epidemic. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. How's that go, man? All these players, uh, collegiate players who are going on to the NBA, how does that go? Like, you know, it's kind of up in the air. What are you hearing, you know, workouts, uh, the NBA draft? How are you, like, processing all this during this COVID? Um, I honestly feel like 
as far as the draft and working out and stuff, that's like <clears throat> obviously it's, it's getting talked about throughout the league and stuff and the commission and stuff. But I feel like that's like the last thing that's on their plate. I think they're more focused on getting the season back or figuring out when next season is. But um, I know they will have the draft because they postponed it. They haven't canceled it yet. But <clears throat> as far as like what my agent's been telling me, is just like dude, they're taking it day to day. So. Nobody really has an idea of what's going to happen. So nobody wants to, like, kind of sell dreams to anybody of what, what's to come because they don't really know what's going on. So it's been difficult, but I know I know that when it, when everything plays out, it'll play out how it's supposed to. So. Yeah, so so how does that affect you and your, and your workout regimen? Um, I, I got a, a pretty good situation where I'm at right now, so – I've been able to get in the gym when I need to and been working out with somebody every day. So it's been good. Um, honestly, times like this, we, have, we haven't had to go through. So for some people, I can, I can feel their pain, and I know that they're probably not in love with the game as much as they were before just because they, they're not able to, to do it every day. But honestly, if you do love the game of basketball, you can find a way to play. So... <clears throat> Now, it's a, honestly a blessing, curse and a blessing at the same time. Absolutely, man. You've been watching The Last Dance? Yeah, well, I seen the finale last night. Crazy. Yeah, man. All right. Before you, me and Brandon just talked about the last segment. Who you got? The 96 Bulls or the 2017 Golden State Warriors? Oh, my God. I got to go with the Lakers, man. I'm with the uh, Warriors. Sorry. Not the Lakers, <laughs> but the Warriors. I was wondering what you was talking about. Go ahead. No, Lakers is my favorite franchise. That's why I said that. I, was, I thought it was a Kobe-Jordan uh, comparison. But I, I got to go with the, with the Warriors for sure. No, no, no. Now that you bring it up, because I'm a huge – I'm a Mamba fan. I'm going to be for real. I'm Mamba through and through. Oh, this is, this is going to go forever. But if you're on my side, then you already know I, I'm taking Kobe any day of the week. Are you taking Kobe is, is over LeBron too? Of course, no brainer. Different, different mentality. Different. If, if I want somebody to take the last shot of the game, I'm going to give it to to Kobe. If miss or make, I'll be satisfied with with whatever decision he makes. So you're taking Kobe to shoot the last shot over Jordan, and more importantly, you're taking him to take the last shot over Mr. Robert Ory. <laughs> oh, jeez. Big shot, Bob, baby. Robert That's a different discussion. Yeah, man. He lives to make last second shots. It doesn't matter what team. I know. All right. If that's the if that's the discussion, then I'm taking Robert Ory. But if it's gotcha. the MJ, LeBron, Kobe <laughs> deal, I'm always gonna take Kobe because that's that's my guy forever. You might even have to throw Jermaine Haley in there with his last second heroics against Kansas. What you no, say about that? I'm Big good. shot. I got, a, I got a pretty good good percentage at the end of the shot clock or the game clock. So I might have to take myself. I, you don't know, but take me through that moment. Last second against Kansas. You got the rock. Take me through those moments. What's going through your head? Um, just the whole play, bro. Oh, damn. I think we had, we had ran a play – the possession before that, I think Colbert got an M1. Or or no, I think Issa, we tried to post Issa and it didn't work. But basically, we ran the same set. And our goal was to get it inside. And I just couldn't get, the, get him the ball. So I was like, damn, the clock's running down. I was like, I just got to make a move. And 
honestly, the move I made was like a move that I make all the time. And I always tell people when I'm doing it, that like, it's unstoppable because it's always going to work just to get a little bit of separation. But, um, dude, honestly, it was just a surreal moment because I, I was, after I made the bucket, I was confused at what even happened. And I was just like glad that I had the ball and, and put it in the hoop because if I would have missed that, I feel like people would be talking about it more now than they are that I made the shot. So I'm just glad that it went in. I was sitting underneath that bucket right where uh, you put that ball in. So I saw it live and in person, man. It was dope. I appreciate that. That's definitely one of the highlights of my, my basketball career so far. So. Hey, there's, there's no question. You balled out of West Virginia. You played for legendary Hall of Fame coach Bobby Huggins. Had all kinds of good teammates. We're going to get to that in a second. I do want to know. Real quick, off the cuff, if you had to protect, if you had to pick one Avenger to protect your family, who's the best Avenger, man? Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. I don't know. Let's eliminate. Oh, Batman is an Avenger, so anyway, never mind. Never mind. Give me one. Give me one. Uh, I'd probably say Iron Man. For sure. All right, man. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. Tony yeah, Stark. Iron Man's solid. He's solid. I mean, he ain't Thor, but, you know, we'll take it. He ain't incredible. Yeah, I was going to say Thor, but, yeah, you might be right. My I team. don't know. Actually, man, I'm, I'm going to take the Hulk. I don't even know why this is even a discussion. I got to take the Hulk. Yep. Now, the Hulk is good. I'm just saying Thor is a god. Like, yeah. literal. <laughs> literal. He's a god. You know? Yeah. yeah. But you know, you know, <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. So at West, Virginia, at West Virginia, man, you were part of all kinds of ups and downs. You know, uh, last year you guys had you know a pretty good year. You guys looked like you were set to do some big things in the tournament. But the truth of the matter is, the year before was was a low point in West Virginia basketball program history, man. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. So so looking at it, we're diehard Mountaineer fans. You're a young student athlete working his butt off to try to do what he can. How did how were you able to process? You know, we have great fans, but we also have you know we're a team and we're a state, and we got fans who also go the other way who say too much and, and are you know throw salt in the wound when you're down, man. How were you able to handle that whole thing while we weren't winning? You said while we weren't winning. Yeah, yeah. When we didn't make it to the NIT, uh, we didn't make it to the NCAA tournament. I mean, honestly, it was it was a, a frustrating year, and like you said, like the fans, the fans were going in on us a lot. But honestly, I, I try to I try to not pay attention to that stuff as hard as it is not to. But like we we know what we're doing wrong, and we know that we weren't playing good. So just hearing it from other people, we we understand that people are going to have their comments. But um, I just feel like. We we kind of gave everybody hope again near the end of the season, and I think it benefited us a lot because without that, it would have been just overall a terrible season, as bad as it was. And we knew how bad it was because if you want me to be realistic, our team last year, talent-wise, I feel like was better than our team this year. We just had a lot better team chem- chemistry this year, and you got to think we had so many young guys, but. Last year we had some really good players like Lamont. All the guys that left, pretty much Lamont, West, Beetle, Sags. Like you got to think, if we would have returned that same team, like 
if we go in the gym right now and throw the ball up and play last year's team versus this year's team in an open gym, I'm taking last year's team all day. Just so what happened during the season? I, why did we, you know why couldn't we get it done during the season? There was just a lot of a lot of stuff going on that I I couldn't I didn't know because I had just just came into the program and I was just kind of following the guys that had already been there and just trying to find my spot in the team and then it got to a point where it was like I just got to assert myself and and try to help as much as I can but <clears throat> it was a lot of players players not really respecting coach and players just not wanting to do what coach said and honestly it was, it was just. <laughs> I, there's not one specific thing that I could say ruined last year's season, but I honestly feel like we had we we were supposed to be a really good team last year, and it sucks that we had such a bad year. So this so this year was a lot better, especially near the end. Like, it seemed like it started turning around. She what gets yeah. in the mix? Some other young cats get in the mix. How was this year different? How was the response to coach different? How was the leadership different? You know, let us know, son. Um, really, we, we just had a really, really good, good group of guys that, that were our leaders this year. And basically it was all the guys that were playing at the end of last year that returned. So the younger kids kind of followed too. And we're looking at us and honestly, it's a, a, as much as it is basketball, we just had a lot of good kids on the team that really, really listened, no matter, no matter if they thought coach was wrong or right. We just did what he said and. You know, coach. Coach gives us the recipe every night to be successful. He's not going to try to put us in situations to not be successful. So if you execute what he says, most of the time you're going to come out with a win. Now, there's things that happen during the game that you can't really control, but we we really just try to execute the game plan as much as we could. And I try to tell the young guys that non-conference is is one thing, but once we get into these conference games, we're going to be playing teams back to back, and it's going to be hard. And and we're probably not not going to win every game. And, and, Exactly what happened was we hit kind of a little dry spell and lost a few games, but we had really good practices going into our last game of the season, and we we basically killed a a team that was number one the entire year, and we just showed that we could play with anybody. And I felt like going into the tournament, not even, not only the conference tournament but the NCAA tournament, we just would have been a hard matchup for any team that hasn't seen us before. Now I feel you. Real talk, real talk. Bounder fans across the country, I'm telling you, me, I was starting to feel it. I was up and down during this year. At the end of the year, we started winning. I was like, oh, we can make a run. How was the team feeling? Do you feel like if, the, if, if March Madness would have went on, if COVID-19 hadn't screwed us all, do you feel like like we could have made a run? Dude, it's, it's easy to say uh, we could have did this and that, but I, I truthfully feel like we, we could have made – an elite eight run, our final four run for sure. Regardless of matchup wise, because I feel like, just like I said, Baylor, Baylor was the number one team like until the last three weeks of the season, just because they lost the game, and and we we beat them pretty bad. And and honestly, even when we were losing during conference, it was just it was just like I said, just us being young and just guys not being in situations like that before because every time we were playing a team, we all felt like, dude, like we're killing ourselves right now. We're way better than these teams, talent-wise, one through five, Yeah, even our bench. So I feel like if we, we would have made a, a serious run in the tournament yeah. for sure. I get that. I get that. And people I, don't understand. My bad. I mean, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying like, I, I think we had a lot of talent, and I feel like we were making a push, and I feel like we were gelling and coming together. 
my 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 thing is if we came down to the last minute now we just got done watching the last dance you did last night we did last night the whole country maybe the whole world got done watching the last dance watching jordan push off of of russell and making that bucket to win the game but for west virginia it's a big thing uh, for all collegiate teams who's going to take the last shot so if you're in those battles if you're in those grinds my thing is, I look at West Virginia's team, and who, who would be your player? Who would get the play called for them if you had one bucket to make? Game's tied. It's it's NCAA tournament time, Elite Eight, Final okay. Four, whatever. Who's taking the shot? If it's NCAA tournament, I know for a fact that that if I come in that huddle and I tell Coach that I want the ball, then he's going to give it to me and trust me. So I feel like 100% I, I get the first look for sure. And, and honestly, it all depends because you never know who's going to be clicking that day because you know any any night it was somebody different for us. And, but I honestly feel like if it was a situation like that and regardless of how I was playing during the game, if I went in there and told Coach that I want the ball, then he's going to give it to me. So I feel like I definitely would have got the last shot. And I think my teammates would vouch for me and want me to take the last shot as well. No, I love it. I love it. I love that confidence. I love that way to grind. What about next year's team? What do you think they can do next year? Oh, they, they, we're gonna be so special next year, and honestly, it's gonna be it's gonna be up to those those guys and just setting setting egos aside like we did this year and just going out and playing. And obviously, they're not gonna have. I don't think we're gonna have a senior next year. Um, a lot of those guys are gonna be juniors, but actually, no, Taz is gonna be a senior, but. They got all the pieces that they need, and they're, they're going to be their own worst enemy. So I feel like they'll make, a, make a, a serious run next year, not only in non-conference in the tournament, but I feel like they have a good chance to win the conference next year. Can I be controversial for a second? You ain't going to want to answer this. Give me a real answer. It's just us. It's just me, you, uh, and Brandon. Nobody else is listening to this. Um, if you had to take one, Culver or Sheboy? Um... I gotta take Sheboy uh, just just as a motor. Uh, he, I know everybody knows that Derek sometimes takes games or plays off, but I feel like it. Oscar, no matter what or how he's playing, if he's missing shots or not, he's gonna give you energy, and that's like that's unmatched. You can't you can't teach stuff like that. So now we love I'm, I'm gonna have Oscar on the floor with me all the time because I know he's gonna try try to play defense every single possession. He's gonna try to do what he needs to do to stay on the floor, and. You need that, especially out of the big man. Big man with a high motor is exactly what you need. And you said it on the record. Yeah. That's yeah. the truth, man. We respect it. Um, so when you say this team's going to be special next year, are we talking Final Four again? Honestly, I don't, I don't know, like, because I'm done. I haven't been paying attention to, like, who's going to be what next year or what team's supposed to be it, but. Again, like, dude, we, we're always going to be a tough team in the tournament, like every single year that we're in the tournament. Unless somebody upsets us, uh, I, I feel like they, they can go as far as they want to, and they have all the pieces that they need. And it, it's going to be a weird year just because right now, we dude, we would just be starting to really get after it right now, like starting these months because not like other schools. Other schools usually get their guys the first half of summer up. Man, I love your answers, bro. I love keeping it real. Like, when we get on the mic and we got people who keep it real, 
I love it so much, yeah. and that's what you're doing right here. Mountaineer Nation, once again, it's RVK with Jermaine Haley, the man, the man who's getting ready for the NBA draft and his future that is ahead of him. Um, like I said, you, you went through, uh, you know, I think what, Odessa, then you went to no, New Mexico State, then Odessa, then you landed West Virginia. You have a great career. You ball out. You stay focused. Um, there's so many things going on, and we really appreciate you coming here to the Mountain State. Uh, wild and wonderful, bro. Like, when I say we, we bleed gold and blue, this state, like, it, it's a state, one state, one team. I know that you know that. Um, what yeah. is the, what's the hardest place to play for you? When Ooh, you start playing ball. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. The field house is different. It really is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, this year was a little bit easier just because I knew what to expect. But they they warned me last year about how it's going to be. And, dude, we could be, we could be like, two feet away from each other and you won't hear anything that I'm saying. And, Apart from the crowd, the refs are just—I don't know what's going on over there, but the refs are just always going for those guys, especially when they're at home. I don't—I can't remember the last time they lost at home, but yeah, yeah. Well, the same thing that, with their players' uh, money, but anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who's best trash talker? Big Twelve. You played against the Big, Big 12. Twelve. Who's the best trash talker? Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like uh, playing in the Big Twelve, like. I mean, I played in junior college and, like, just different types of dudes. But, like, a lot of the guys really respect each other in the Big 12 and there's a lot of good guys on teams. But I'm not going to lie. Everybody knows how Kansas State was this year. But Kansas State was probably the only team that had somebody that was talking trash. And I couldn't even tell you who the kid was. And he started. I, I know his number, but I couldn't even tell you his name because I don't, I don't even remember who it was. But Kansas State probably had the most guys that talked trash. And it was the guys that nobody – I don't even think they are on the scout. For real. <laughs> All right, we appreciate that. So you ready for a rapid fire feature? Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, real real answers, real talk. RBK Jermaine Haley, the boy in the building. Go ahead, Brandon. Start us off with rapid fire. Nacho cheese or cool ranch Doritos? Uh nacho cheese for sure. Does ketchup go on a hot dog? I hate ketchup. I, I haven't had ketchup since I was like two years old, so no. Best fast food French fry. Ooh. Five guys count as fast food? Yeah, five guys yeah, count. Five guys. Five guys. All right. Um, Lion King or Toy Story? Uh, Toy Story for sure. That's an easy one. No. What's the best Pop Tart? Uh, the cinnamon one. Brown sugar, babe. Yes, I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else did we ask? I was gonna say, yeah. Oh man. Oh. Brady or Manning? Oh, Brady. For sure. Moss or rice? Moss. Oh damn! Actually, that's a tough one. I gotta take Randy Moss. I grew up watching Randy Moss. And now the ultimate question that identifies who keeps it real and who keeps it realer. Look, we say this every time. We talk to Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa kept it real. Um, who else? Stebbin Bailey kept it real. Noel Devine kept it real. We need a real answer uh, from you. Uh, we had – did we did we ask uh, 
Coach Martin. Did you? Did you? <laughs> yeah, we asked Coach Martin. I think he kept it real. And uh, we also we had Larry on, too. He kept it real, too. Look, we need a real answer from you, Jermaine. Be for real. All right. All right. Do you pee in swimming pools? <laughs> Do I pee in swimming pools? Do you pee in swimming pools? <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie. When I was younger, I did that. But yeah, I seen a movie. I seen a movie, and I seen they had the they, the dude was pissing and, and blue dye went everywhere. So I've been paranoid to do it ever since I seen that. <laughs> so, nah. Let me put, your, let me put your mind at ease. It's a myth. There is no. He is knows not. it's a myth. He said when he was younger, he know he let out a few squirts to see if it was blue dye. So I feel like he knows that he pisses the pool. A hot tub, He's, a hot tub is a different story. but like, it's hard to hold that when you get the hot tub. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Manoa said. Manoa said there's bubbles, it's hot, there's no temperature change. He said that's the spot to do it That's in. the spot to do it in. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jermaine, we thank you so much for your time, man. We know you're a busy guy getting ready for the draft. We wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you'll always be a Mountaineer. All right, appreciate you guys. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.